is a Bramble Jam podcast. Live from the North Pole, it's time for Christmas Morning, the daily show where every day is Christmas. Here are your hosts, Brand and Scott. Well, hello everybody. A big day today, I'm, I, I might say, um, because it's the start of another, for the second month in a row, another uh, back-to-back Christmas morning uh, week, which is very exciting. Another one coming at you tomorrow because it's the 25th. I call that a great week, Brian. It's a great week. Great week. One of the best, maybe. Possibly. We'll find out after Thursday, I guess. I guess we will find out. Uh, Scott, how are you, buddy? You trimmed your beard, I just noticed. Oh, yeah. The, the beard is trimmed. We'll okay. get to that. All but right, this right. morning, my daughter was having a tough time getting out of bed for school. You know, she's uh-huh. got three days left, and she's completely over it. Right. So I turned on uh, the music, and I played the song Candy Cane Lane by Sia. Are you familiar with that song? Yeah. I candy cane lane. Bring your friends this holiday. Yeah, exactly. Now, what I needed yep. to know from you is, is that song a bop or a banger? Oh, boy, that's tough. That's tough. I would say it's a bop. I think it's a bop, too. I don't know where the distinction lies. Well, here's where I put the distinction. Okay. Uh, A bop is a song that's just, like, really fun. A banger is an all-around great song. Like, Candy Cane Lane is a bop. But, like, is it a great song? I don't know. Like, am I going to study it for years to come? Probably not. Okay, that's fair. But when I hear that song, I want to sing it. Man, that's good. It's a great song. Love that song. Okay, I am back from Santa training. You went to Santa camp. You uh, <laughs> sleepaway camp. Yeah. <laughs> Did you there, bunk there, with all the there other There was Santas? no sleepaway. There was a lot of type 2 diabetes and knee braces, though, and Hawaiian shirts. I imagine that a room full of Santas is potentially one of the more depressing rooms to be in (laughs) it was very obvious i was in the right place as soon as i walked in you know you remember those old days you're in school you're like no mistaking am i in the right spot oh i'm in the right spot so i'm just going to real quickly go over the the three main things okay okay hit me number one these are the golden rules you never spoil the magic you are there for the children okay sure okay number two is you don't make any promises to kids it doesn't matter what they ask for if they ask for a shotgun you say well i'm gonna have my head elf snapper go visit with your parents and they're gonna figure out what the best thing is and you pass the buck along you never say no and you never make a promise make sense makes sense and then the third one uh i don't remember what the third one is now those were those were the Uh-oh. two biggies yeah it, it was something. I'm not going to be a Santa anytime soon. The training was great, and it was really fun, and what a great experience. But uh, I couldn't wait to get home and trim my beard. It was um, not what I'm looking for. It, it looks good on you. It doesn't look good on me. And after I trimmed it, my wife said, hey, I can kiss you again. So that was nice. I, congratulations on being <laughs> yeah, thank you. I have a couple of follow-ups. One, was it like helpful like i am like oh, you're saying those things and i'm like yeah okay that it seems obvious those things seem obvious was there anything that like you walked away being like man i don't think i would have figured that out had i not gone to santa camp no of course not 
what I think I did was I got my Santa merit badge. Okay. You know, I have the experience. I got a good story. I had a fun weekend. It didn't cost me anything. And I met some really, really nice people. Did you interview any of them? Did you bring any uh, gear? No, but I did mention our show. So Ian, if you're listening, good to have you, buddy. Hey, Ian. Uh, my, uh, my last question is last week you talked about some of those breakout courses uh that were oh, like possible yeah. which ones did you end up going to well it wasn't breakout in that you choose it was more like this is the structure oh. of it and i would suggest that the itinerary was more of a suggestion than something we followed directly okay okay what was the most like interesting part for you um it was very interesting to learn for me to learn you know the economics of the whole thing how do they figure out how much to pay Santa? How much do they put, you know, the money they put into the set? One of the, the things that we learned is when you're a Santa, your cone of responsibility is six feet around you. After that, it's the set manager's issue. So you're not worried about the line. You're not worried about somebody arguing over the photos and wanting to be retaken. You worry about the six feet, you know, like in a circle around you. That's where your magic happens. Is it, is it spoiling the magic if you tell me how much a Santa gets paid for a season? From like a mall, like a mall Santa? Um, it does depend on the tier of the mall. We learned that. And the top tier malls, you could be making between 60 and 100 bucks an hour. I do remember from um, Big Foley's Santa documentary. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, it was, a, it was a, a, I haven't watched any yet. It was a Christmas documentary. You know, Mick Foley, a wrestler, Mick Foley, loves Christmas. And this is maybe 10 years ago now. He did, made a documentary about Christmas. And one of the things he looked at was Santa. And he did a whole deep dive. Like the Santa for Mall of America, doing well. Oh, boy. Doing well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they do well. But it is also hard to have to keep your beard and keep it white. And those suits are not cheap, man. You're looking at a $2,000 investment uh, in your suit. So it was really cool. How about that? Well, congratulations. Really, really fun. You did it. You finally did yeah, it. You trimmed your beard and now you're happy. I'm feeling good. It's feeling good. And since I'm not going to be a Santa, when I got home, I ordered a Buddy the Elf hat, a custom one off of Etsy. So that's pretty exciting. You'll be an elf until you become a Santa. Well, I figure if I wear it to Bramblefest, that's my only chance at being taller than Daniel. So that'll that's kind of cool. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Thinking ahead, thinking ahead. I like that. Uh, that's speaking right. of thinking ahead, did anybody think to send us an email this week? Yeah, I've got a couple of them. First one is from Joe Fulton. He says, the first Hallmark ornament of 2023 is now available. On May 4th, which is Star Wars Day, Hallmark released Princess Leia and Wicket ornament. It's based on a scene where Leia and Wicket meet on the mood of Endor from Return of the Jedi. It's a very nice sculpt of the two characters, and the hook hangs from the helmet. The only disappointment is that it'll be six months before I can hang it. I was the first person in line. Okay, I was the only person in line. When they open to pick up mine, I can tell you there is nothing more satisfying than buying a Christmas ornament in May. And he did attach a picture. I'll put that on our Instagram. That's pretty fun. It is a beautiful ornament. Um, nothing more satisfying? Nothing? It's a bold statement, Joe. It's a bold statement. It's, it's hyperbole. I support it. I've got an email from Kristen Lowe. She says, hey, y'all. Will you ask all of the morning people to do some homework for the June Christmas party? She's thinking ahead. We haven't even done the May Christmas party yet. Wow, okay. I would love to hear what, if anything, people do to celebrate Christmas in July. If we hear the ideas at the June Christmas party, we can try them and report back for our festivities in July. Yes, I am trying to copy people. 
thank you heart emoji. More than fair. Absolutely, Kristen. I, I would love to know. I can tell you that friend of the show, Lynn Austin, sent me a Merry Christmas and Christmas in July banner last year. And I put that up. And then my wife came home and said, what is that? So she was not resonating on the same frequency I was, but I enjoyed it. And my daughter thought it was great. And I thought about putting up the tree, but then I got real lazy. I'm I'm excited about some potential, uh, a a part, I I don't know how to tease this out. How do I tease this out? A partnership that we have for Deck the Hallmark for July that's going to make our sets look festive AF. Very excited about this. More on that to come. Okay, all right, cool. I've got another email from McLean Slaughter. He says, in the latest episode, with its discussion of how states find their Christmas tree each year, it reminded me of the recent film called Under the Christmas Tree. It's a fairly typical, albeit well-executed Christmas rom-com in which one of the leads is a Christmas tree whisperer responsible for finding the perfect tree for their state every year. It debuted on Lifetime a couple years ago and is now available to stream on Hulu. For anyone wanting a fictionalized glimpse into the process of finding a state Christmas tree, it's a fun watch that's well worth your time. Brian, are you familiar with that movie? I'm not familiar with that movie. Under the Christmas Tree. Brian, you should watch that movie, Brian. Under the Christmas Tree. It's about a Christmas tree finder, maybe. Maybe some uh, potential uh, inspiration for something else that's being worked on that I can't talk about. Lots of lots of teasing going on over here. Oh, man. There is so much teasing going on here. Okay. All right. And then finally, from Jessica Trinidad, she says, hello, Christmas morning friends. Hello. Last week, we had 222 days until Christmas, and the concept of palindrome was brought up. I have had the fortune of two palindrome years in my life, and both were important. In 1991, I graduated from high school and started college, the first in my family to move away for college. And in 2002, she says, I was baptized, married, and got pregnant with my first child. Wow. As I like to tell people, I did five of the seven sacraments that year. (laughs) Regardless of one's beliefs or of where my life ultimately took me, this was a pretty big deal that year. And so I'm glad you guys brought up a palindrome numbers because for me, they have been pretty important and special. Well, that's fun, Jessica. Thanks for How about that. that note. How about that? Yeah. So is there not another one until like 2112? Mm, that does sound correct. We'll be dead. Wow. All right. Uh, speak for yourself. I am thriving. <laughs> well, okay. Are you teasing another upcoming thing? <laughs> No, 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 okay. no, no. Uh, am I creating uh, some sort of machine? Maybe. We'll talk Maybe. about it in another, another okay. episode. Um, no new reviews this oh. week. No new reviews. We're stuck at 187. It's okay. We don't need to get down about it. We don't need to get down about it. But I will read one of them. This is from Nerdy Blurbs that says, <laughs> A Christmas Community. Scott Brandon and the occasional guest host, looking at you, Shannon, mm-hmm. do a great job of making the listeners feel like part of the family family. Uh, each week <laughs> feels like hanging out with a couple of friends to chat about their favorite time of the year. And they really make the listener feel like they're part of the show. If you like Christmas, if you need a Christmas fix in May, look no further. Thank you so much, Nerdy Blurbs. Well, that's nice. Nerdy Blurbs. Um, Hopefully we get a few extra reviews next week. So if you uh, haven't reviewed, please consider doing that for us. It would mean a lot. Would you? Would you? Could you? Could you? Would you? Um, could you? 
And I will say, I think it is probably, uh, by the time you're listening to this, too late to send in for this uh, Christmas party. But as uh, the listener uh, just recently did, so you can send in an email and just let us know that it's for the June Christmas party. We would love, we, we, uh, oh, Scott yeah. is very organized, and he'll hold on to that for you until next I've time. already got stuff planned for the June party. I've held some things back. It's going to be really cool. It's going to be big. It's going to be huge. I've got a joke for you. Go ahead. What is a duck's favorite Christmas show? Favorite Christmas? Uh, quack, quacks. You're so close. Quacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, quacky, quacky times with the Christmas boys. <laughs> no, it's the Nutcracker. Ah! Waka, waka. <laughs> you were so close. There I thought is. you had it. Let's there do the is. countdown. Joy to the world. 215 days until Christmas. Keeps going, doesn't he? Let's see how long this goes. <laughs> I have to give you credit. You totally surprised me there. I didn't didn't think it was going to go that long. That's thirty weeks for those of you. I'm so sorry to our neighbors. <laughs> yes. That's thirty weeks for those of you counting in course numbers. I can't believe we haven't gotten a complaint over here yet. It is. The elves, they're, they're too kind. They're too kind to us. They don't they care really if we are. yell or anything. And also, Bran, kind. it's only 130 days until October 1st. Wow. Which, according to friend of the show, Alonzo, is Scott Noonan Day. Yes. <laughs> What's funny is, is I, I finally put it together. It, I, it took me a while to figure out what he was talking about. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. I was uh, having a tough time that day uh, figuring things out. Hey, any publicity is good publicity. That's TV exactly Scotty right. appreciates it. Thank you, Alonzo. That's exactly right. Would you like, uh, would you like a little bit, a bit of news? Please do. Today is May 24th. Here's the news. Uh, here's a fun story for you. It is a, uh, a, a tie-in to a story that happened uh, back uh, before Christmas that I didn't get to talk about. And now I get to talk about it because it's back in the news. Are you ready for it? All right. Yeah, please. Back in um, December in Buffalo, New York, there was a big blizzard. Okay. And there was a guy named Jay who became a local hero during that blizzard. Because he and a bunch of other people got stranded in the blizzard. And he broke into an elementary school. Hold All on, right, it's hold, not sounding great on. so far. He broke into an elementary school and he got uh, he set up shelter. He set up shelter and he would get people in there and say, hold tight. And he kept going back into the blizzard to find people and bring them to shelter. The blizzard apparently came on very fast. There were people stranded. They would die. And luckily, Jay went out and he helped the people. Now, the blizzard goes away. They're all getting ready to leave. And he leaves a note on the door that just says, uh, so sorry uh, for breaking in. Merry Christmas, Jay. And he got coined the nickname Merry Christmas, Jay, uh, because of the way in which he signed the note. 
And Merry Christmas Jay is a, now a town hero, and he is going to be now months later, May, uh, 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 what is that, five months later, he is going to be throwing out the first pitch at the Buffalo Bison's baseball game. Um, he is just, a, he's, a, he's a hero. Uh, he even got a free pair of Super Bowl tickets. Uh, so he's living it up. He, this has been a pretty good uh, situation for him. All because he was a good Samaritan and went out and cared for other people in the midst of a blizzard. Uh, he was not arrested for breaking into the school. They 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 pardoned him and said he did a good thing. Merry Christmas, Jay. So there's your uh, your feel good story of the day. Yeah. Now the takeaway from that is not break into an elementary school and get free Super Bowl tickets. No, that is not it. If that's what you got, you got it wrong. Yes, you got to save people. And I think as long as you clean up after yourself. You know, it's like when you uh, stay at somebody's house and you uh, take the sheets off for them. You know, it's just kind. Has a, uh, I think it's uh, a lot of this has to do with like where Buffalo is and like the the water that like blows in the the snow and it hits really it dumps it. it. it lake effect snow, lake effect. But yes. you that you've never been stuck in a blizzard like in in Denver, right? Like it, uh, it mm-hmm. if it snows, you pretty much no. You have enough time to at least get to where you're going, right? Luckily, yes, it's never happened to me. I hope it doesn't happen to me. The most snow I've ever seen at once was about 28 inches. I really want to see 36. So if you're listening, Mother Nature, please... And do it on a weekend when Bran is here with me. Dare to dream. That would I've be really Mother cool. Nature's a big fan of the show, actually. Uh, she hasn't emailed in yet. Um, we should have her on sometime. The lack of fingers uh, make it tough with email. <laughs> but I do, you know, perhaps we could have her on the show. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll do a little TV update, a battle update, and then uh, dive into a, uh, a few versions of the first Noel. All of that and more. On Christmas morning. We're back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Christmas morning. TV Scotty's in the house looking real good. Did you just come back from the beach? Uh, I came back from Santa training, which is like coming back from the beach. So you and Scott were both at Santa training. Yeah, we tag teamed it. It was really, really great. Interesting. Was that confusing for the people at Santa training? Yeah, we're twins. It's okay. Nobody, nobody really knew. Okay. Fair enough. I'm, I'm the better looking Fair twin enough. though. Yeah, and the better sounding. True, very true. I have some Christmas TV specials for the next few days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. If you are ready, ah, uh, hit me, TV Scotty, one more time. All right. Wednesday, 11:30 a.m. on BET, Family Matters, Deck the Malls. 1 p.m. on TBS, Friends, the one where Rachel quits. 5.30 p.m. on TV One, A Different World, For Whom the Jingle Bell Tolls. 9 p.m. on Cozy, Frasier, The Fight Before Christmas. 9.30 p.m. on IFC, Everybody Loves Raymond, The Toaster. And 11 p.m. on Hallmark Drama, The Waltons, Day of Infamy. Thursday, 8 a.m. on Freeform, Blackish, Black Santa, White Christmas. 8 a.m. on VH1, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Deck the Halls. 9 a.m. on Sundance, The Andy Griffith Show, The Christmas Story. 9 a.m. on TV Land, MASH, Twas the Day After Christmas. And 11.03 p.m. on Lifetime, Castle, Secret Santa. Friday, 1.25 a.m. on TV Land, The King of Queens, Better Camera. 4.30 a.m. on Cozy, Gimme a Break, Christmas in New York. 11 a.m. on Up, Touched by an Angel, An Angel on the Roof. 6 p.m. on... Where you walk? Go ahead, sorry. (laughs) 
Please continue. Down the road. Okay, go. Thank you. 6 p.m. on H&I, Walker, Texas Ranger, A Matter of Faith, and 8 p.m. on Hallmark, Cross Country Christmas from 2020. Finally, Saturday, 1.30 a.m. on Hallmark, The Golden Girls, Twas the Nightmare Before Christmas, 7 a.m. on Hallmark Movies, Monk, Mr. Monk Meets His Dad, 8 a.m. on Hallmark Drama, the channel that really should be the Hallmark Christmas channel, Little House yeah. on the Prairie, Blizzard. I already knew what it was. I already knew yep. what it was. You never seem to say it. Yeah, we knew that one because of the Christmas aficionado who reviewed that for us. Yes. And 6.30 p.m. on TV One, Living Single, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. And those are your Christmas TV specials for the next few days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. Fantastic. Thank you, TV Scotty. Uh, regular Scotty, come on back in. It is time for the music battle uh let's get through right. this as fast as humanly possible because i really don't want to hear these songs ever again we're talking about silver and gold uh what <laughs> might go down i don't know it's it's duking it out with dominic the donkey for worst battle of all time i think okay well we all have our highs and our lows and this was definitely a low for many people it was a tough battle maybe not the best choice but yeah, you, know, you, you you take your lumps Maybe I am extra salty about it because I came in last place with my uh, my pick uh, of Zach Milster's version of Silver and Gold. Uh, I thought it was fine, but whatever. It's a little slow and a little airy. Yeah, but it picks up a little bit. It picks up a little bit. Yeah, it's it's a tough one to uh, get a small clip of, but that one only got 13.7% of the vote. So what does that leave us? That leaves us uh, with Ace Ender's version. And uh, it's fine. This is fine. It's all fine. Um, do you think that that one's going to beat out this one by Joseph Bradshaw? Joseph Bradshaw's version. The answer is no. Asenders does not win. It only got 21.5%, which means Joseph Bradshaw wins with 64.7% of the vote, meaning Scott's, you're back. And winners lane. Congratulations. That was a that was a good old fashioned tushy whooping on this one here. Sixty four point seven percent. I could probably say best of the worst on that one, so I'm not real proud of it. But the uh, listener submission was brought to us by Drew Basic and Tia King. So thank you both for that. All right. Let's All put right. this one I... in the rearview mirror, Brand. Let's move forward. Let's never speak of silver and gold again. We have a Christmas carol uh, today. Um, the First Noel, an absolute classic. I was reminded during this battle how much I just like this song, really enjoy the melody of it. Yes. Uh, do you have a little fun fact for us? I've got a very quick one. The first Noel was written as a way to express the excitement and wonder of Christmas. Hundreds of years ago, during a time without internet or phones, the people of Cornwall sang it in the streets as a way to spread hope and joy. That's fun. It's Cornwall. England. Oh, all right. Let's go out. So what was your experience looking for songs, Bran? Enjoyable. I, I had a good time. Yeah. I was trying to find something that uh, was off the beaten path or different. I didn't find anything too out there. But I did think that there was a handful of uh, really, really quality versions, some nice 
nice soloists, some good duets, some fun instrumentation. I enjoyed it. I had the same experience. It was fun. There were a lot of versions. They did start to blend together, but I eventually found one that I really liked, and it was an enjoyable little uh, romp down the streets of Bandcamp. Absolutely. Cornwall, uh, the, the Cornwall side. Cornwall, right. Cornwall I was spreading hope and joy. Uh, let's uh, kick things off with Alison Crow. Alison Crow's version of The First Noel. vibrato in that voice a lot of vibrato a a, a true ballad uh yep. just uh, going out there and just singing your heart out congratulations a very traditional version of the song as well i just said congratulations I to it. her and i don't know why but congratulations to <laughs> <laughs> little little you, future uh, shadowing you thank you it. thank you uh we do have two more to get through bran what's the next one all right, all right. Well, let's see. Uh, up next, we have the lower lights, not the higher ones, not the ones uh, that you can uh, the see ones. really well. These are the lower ones, the lower lights with the first one. I love a good duet, Brian. I love a good duet. Congratulations to them. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good duet, too. I really liked that one. It was one. a really good duet. Uh, last but not least. What do we got? Uh, maybe Bop. Maybe maybe it's a Bop. I don't know. This artist is Maybe Bop. Here's the first Noel. It feels where they lay keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night. That was so deep Noel, Noel Noel, Noel Born is the King of Israel They looked up and saw a star Shining in the To the earth it gave great 
life And so it continued both day and night Noel, Noel Another duet Bop? Maybe, maybe It was a bop yeah, I think it was. it was a bop. Maybe. Maybe it was a bop. I don't know. Three really good versions. What a 180 since last week, huh? I tell you what. I'm excited to see who wins this one. I think in my mind I know who's going to win, but that oftentimes is not the way that it works out. So we'll find out. But congratulations right. to all of them ahead of time. Uh, you can <laughs> Congratulations <vote>. to all three. <laughs> you can vote right now. Link is in the description. Uh, go ahead. Do we have a song for next week, Scotty? Yeah, real quick, I want to mention that we did get listener submissions for the first Noel from Drew Basic, Matt Wheeler, and Lenora Gilbert. Thank you all for submitting. You know, Brian, we only pick one, but I love listening to all the listener submissions. Sometimes they're not the right one for the show, but they're really fun to listen to. So that's great. Thank you all. Yes, one of the listener submissions is um, a version that I uh, actually listen to on a regular basis. Oh. Because the listener brought it. Um, But I'm a big fan of the band Future of Forestry and their entire Christmas catalog. So if you want to go listen, it's a good listen. It was cool. All right, so you asked about next week. I did some backlog scrubbing here, and I do have two things to mention. Backlog scrubbing. We have a couple items on the backlog. One of them is Hey Santa Claus by the Moon Glows. That was suggested by Tony Dixon. And we also have Because It's Christmas by Barry Manilow from Jessa Darling. Here's the challenge with those two songs. There aren't enough versions on Bandcamp for us to battle them. They're both great songs. I really like them. But it would be a a poop show trying to to find something. So we're not going to do those, but thank you for submitting them. That leaves Here We Come A-Wassling, requested by Tia King. Now, actually, Tia requested Here We Go A-Wassling. I believe it's the same song. If it's not, I'm wrong. But we're going to do Here We Come A-Wassling. And then the other one is Hard Candy Christmas by Lee Hodo. Whether you're coming or going, just just wassle. It doesn't really matter. Since I don't care for Hard Candy Christmas, we will battle it in the future. <laughs> I feel so bad. We just keep poo-pooing <laughs> on that song, and we're getting a lot of flack for it. I just don't like I, I don't like it. So eventually we'll do it. But it's my choice this week. I would like to do Here We Come A-Wassling, as requested, right. I think, by Tia King. So go to bandcamp.com, search for that. Grab a version you like, email it to me at christmasmorningpodcast at gmail.com. Maybe search for Here We Go Wassling and see what you find. I don't know. There are. There are there are four or five results for that, and then there are like 12 pages of results for Here We Come Wassling. I guess it's just the same song. Yep. If I'm wrong and it's not the same song, we'll do Here We Go Wassling in the future, but you better get your picks in early. You better get them in early. <laughs> That's, That's right. exactly right. Uh, congratulations to us, us and to you, the listeners, and to all the songs. And just really congratulations all around. It's been a really good day. And guess what? Uh, you guys, you, you, you go throughout your day today, you sleep, you wake up, and we're going to be back right here tomorrow for the May Christmas party. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, until then, Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.